Hey you, welcome to another episode of Mind Your Fitness Radio with your host, Jasmine Ray. I am super excited to have you here today. I thank you so much for your support and for your time. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. Have you ever thought about the words that come out of your mouth? The effect that it has, whether it's an effect on you or an effect on someone else? Because they have a huge impact and that's what I want to talk about today. So today's episode obviously is called Your Words Can Create or Inhibit Change. But more specifically, how words can create or inhibit change in a particular type of person And the reason why I want to talk about this specifically is because this is something that I've had personal experience with and I think it's super important and it happens a lot and I'm just tired of witnessing it. I'm tired of listening to it. I'm, you know, I I really want this to end. So have you ever listened to how people talk about people who face certain adverse adversities? So for instance, I'm obviously going to be talking about drug and alcohol abuse. It's typically pretty negative. You know, they're called, uh, junkies, um, pieces of shit, um, you don't matter, you don't belong in this community, you don't, you're never going to be anything, you're trash, you're this, you're that, and it's always so fucking negative, and I totally understand where it comes from, especially if you're raised in a very conservative community, you look upon people who have drug and alcohol problems as if they're nothing, as if they should be pitied, as if they, you know, are never going to be able to get out of that. And especially, I, I almost did the same thing because of, you know, the city that I was raised in and the way my parents are and, you know, the way that it's talked about on social media and on um, media as like, as in the news and news articles and things like that, um, especially before I got into my own problem with drugs and alcohol. So that's why I actually want to talk about this today is because I've had people say those things to me. And, um, so yeah, that's why I want to bring it up today. Um, if you didn't know, I founded a nonprofit called the Ray of Hope Foundation, which you can find on Facebook and Instagram at the Ray of Hope Foundation and Ray is spelled R-A-E. Uh, so what we do is provide an all-inclusive 12-week fitness program where adolescents between the ages of 10 to 18 years old. Uh, will have their physical and mental progress personally monitored by me and have their mental progress monitored by a licensed mental health professional. We also raise awareness for teen addiction with a goal to end it and provide community outreach events as well as public speeches for middle and high schools. For middle schools and high schools, I guess I should say. That kind of didn't make any sense, but whatever. Anyways, um, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at jasmine.rayofhope. Again, that's R-A-E. Anyways, back to the show. So this is something that I have actually experienced myself. Um, When I started going to jail at 13 years old, by the time I had seen the same judge for the fifth time, he told me that if I ever see your face again in this juvenile court, I will lock you up until you're 22 and a half. You do not belong in my community. I don't want you in my community. And I understand where this judge was coming from. I understand that he was trying to knock some sense into me. And I understand that he was trying to scare me. 
but that did not scare me. You know what it did? It fucking broke me. I was humiliated. I was embarrassed. I felt like a piece of shit. I felt like I didn't deserve to change. I felt like I didn't deserve to live. I felt like I didn't deserve to have a good life. So you know what I did? I didn't do shit. I didn't change. I didn't change my behavior until I had served two sentences as an adult. That is why... I get so heated about this topic because I understand that addicts do a lot of wrong shit. I totally get that. I've done a lot a lot of wrong shit, especially when I wanted some alcohol. I took it from anybody. So the thing that I want to get across is by speaking to people like that, they're not going to change their behavior. They're not going to change how they act. They're not going to change their addiction patterns because they don't feel like anyone is on their side. They don't feel like anyone is rooting for them. They don't feel like they have any support, especially not from family. Personally, my um, stepdad's side of the family, now I've known my stepdad since I was about five years old. So he's pretty much been in my life, literally like my whole entire life. He's been my father figure. I call him dad. And so, um, When his side of the family actually said that he should leave my mom because I'm such an awful kid, that I'm a disgrace to the family, and that he doesn't deserve to take on a kid like me, that shit hurt my fucking feelings. And for it to come from my family, it hurts. And they didn't even know that I knew that they said that. Um, To have my own mother say that nobody would want a child like me, that shit does not make you want to change. And I get a little emotional because... I can't explain how how like shitty I felt and you don't know what else to do especially as a kid when you know you're going in and out of jail you don't have any support you don't feel comfortable in groups because you have no self-confidence you're embarrassed you're humiliated you want to stop doing what you're doing but you don't even know why you're doing it in the first place that's why I encourage you to think twice before you say something about someone who has a drug and alcohol problem. Maybe you don't know why they got into it in the first place. It could be because they were sexually assaulted. It could be because their parents beat them. It it could be because their parents started making them do the drugs and alcohol in the first place. I've met some people who started drinking at the age of nine and it was because their parents gave it to them. You have no idea what these people have gone through. And the other addicts that I've met are some of the coolest people that I've ever met. But some of them I don't associate myself with because it takes so long for them to get out of it. Whereas I was serious about getting sober and I changed. Not every addict is like that, but that does not mean you have to speak to them that way. That does not mean you have to look down upon them. If they're asking you for certain things, you don't have to do it. Just send them blessings and fucking release them from your life. But do not sit there and call them a piece of shit and make them feel like they have no hope to change because I think that's one of the biggest reasons why there's so many repeat offenders because we speak to them as if they're not human beings going through some shit I am not saying that that excuses any of the things that they do or any of the criminal activities that they get involved in I'm just saying think twice before you say that to someone either don't associate with addicts don't respond, don't give them anything, but you do not have to talk to them like that. So that is the end of this very heated episode, but I had, it was really weighing heavy on my heart and it was way too long for me to put into an Instagram caption. And I really wanted to share that with you guys. 
Um, If you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode, I would super appreciate a review. I would super appreciate you screenshotting you listening and posting it on social media and tagging me, which is Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N-E dot Ray, R-A-E of hope on Instagram, Facebook, all the things. And I hope you guys have a fantastic Sunday, which is the day that I'm recording this. Thank you so much.